And welcome to a Thoughts of the Roundtable special. It's me, no Paul, but with Alana Crummy Dick, which no, has to just, be just Dick. Just I, Alana. I dick. love the crummy dick though. It's so iconic. It's like Is the last it? thing you want your dick to be. <laughs> Miss Dick, so how funny. are you? I'm good. How are you, my dear? I thought of you this weekend because trending on Twitter, which is one of our favorite social media apps, was American Dad. And I'm like, why is American Dad trending on like a Sunday night? And kind of low key viral. People were saying American Dad is better than Family Guy. And for those who don't know, we'll give them a little little spiel. This is going to be supporting that argument. We are here for Stan Twitter. We are pro America Dad. America Dad is better than Family Guy. Uh, So for those who don't know, Family Guy came around first and it's probably it's obviously the most popular of the two. It's definitely more out there. Still airs on Fox. And then a couple of years later, American Dad came along and Mm -hmm. the setups are a little similar in terms of the suburban family, you know, playing off the family dynamics. But they're two totally different shows. And we're going to go into why we prefer American Dad, because I think (laughs) a lot of people based off their impressions of the two show would go with Family Guy. And some people, Alana, this might disturb you. They don't even know about American Dad. Are you serious? Yeah, I've had people who are like, which one? Wait, which one's that? Wow. I actually didn't know that people didn't know like about American Dad because I remember, you know, like being a kid and stumbling across these like adult cartoon shows that I definitely was way too young to be watching. I was way too young for (laughs) Family Guy. I was way too young for South Park. And I was watching Family Guy when I was younger and I was like, yeah, like it's not bad, I guess. I guess it's funny. Mm -hmm. And then American Dad came out and I was like, holy crap, this is so Mm -hmm. much better. Mm -hmm. So much better. You know, right off the top, I didn't have this as a bullet point, but I think American Dad's evolved better. I feel like both shows have evolved, but Family Guy's kind of like, feels like Family Guy's done evolving. Whereas with American Dad, man, I feel like like every new every couple seasons, something shifting. There's like a different way that they're approaching the show. You know, when it first started, Mm -hmm. a lot of the plots had to do with Stan, who's the father figure, who is heavily conservative, very, very like, you know, pro gun Republican. And a lot of the plots had to do with his family, who tends to be more liberal, kind of like you know, balancing off of that. So like, you know, like there was a whole thing about gay Republicans. Remember that episode? Mm -hmm. There was like Mm -hmm. episodes about like immigration and gun rights and very, very political, um, not like political necessarily with like a message, but taking that like typical sitcom vibe and flipping that. I don't know if you, what you think of those early seasons, but. Those early seasons, I, I definitely agree. And I do agree. That was one of my points as well, that American Dad has really um, evolved what what got me interested into American Dad was that it didn't have it didn't have four different plot points to get to plot a Mm. and the family guy episode that I'm referencing in particular always comes to my head (laughs) is the episode when Lois finds out that she's Jewish because the episode starts Mm. off with uh with Peter and Joe and Quagmire at the bar this was right when Cleveland show was about to spin off and become Mm -hmm. a complete failure. (laughs) And they're at the bar and the bar owner has like a cardboard cutout of Kathy Ireland. And so Peter is like obsessed with this cardboard cutout of Kathy Ireland. Um, And then it turns into an affair with Kathy Ireland. It turns into Peter and Lois making up, finding a lump on her breast and then Lois finding out that she's Jewish. 
It's so Mm -hmm. it jumps from this to this to this to get to the main plot point Mm -hmm. on top of all of the cutaways that they have. Mm -hmm. And and American Dad is just so much more structured Mm -hmm. right in the first few minutes of the episode. You're going to get your plot. A. you're going to get your plot B. You know, know, that's interesting because I don't mind the family guy structure. I only mind it when I feel like they have a story that can take the whole 20 minutes and they spend the first 10 minutes doing that setup, like having Peter doing something stupid. And then there's the response to him doing something stupid. And then because he does something stupid, it reveals X and then X means Y. And sometimes it's like if the plot really only needs 10, 12 minutes. That's great. But there's been some Family Guy episodes where you're like, they really could have focused more on this plot instead of these stupid things getting to the plot. So I I agree. I think there's pros and cons to that approach. But I think the example you gave is a great one. And, And to go off of this, this is one of my arguments. Isn't it interesting that that episode has to do with Lois's heritage, but it turns out more to be about Peter. Like, I feel like the storyline is supposed to be on Lois, but it's more of Peter's reaction to Lois being Jewish than it is about Lois discovering that she's Jewish. Exactly. He starts like shooting at her and everything. And his ghost dad shows up who we, you know, we later find out that's not actually his dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and everything and tells him like, oh, no, like you can't be Jewish. You have to be Catholic. And it's mm-hmm. just there. It's just so wacky. Yeah. And in American Dad, I prefer the more linear story mm-hmm. structure. And I love that American Dad doesn't do the cutaways either. Yeah. Well, and that's so I had four points. One of them being I do think American Dad relies more on story and plot and writing. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes the gags on Family Guy are just too much. Like they had one, you know, this was a newer episode where the joke was the one lady's last name was like Trader Joe's, Giant Eagle, Chevron, Jiffy Lube, like like 50 corporations. Right. right. And they they said it once. And then I think it was Brian said that the whole long name. It took like a minute. No joke. Right. And then Stewie goes, oh, is she Bub- Deborah of the and then the whole name gets right. said again. And you're just like. And that same episode has a moment with like this door swinging that it is another minute wasted on like how long the door takes to close. And it's tough because like, do I think in general, both those ideas can be funny? Yeah. But you're telling me three minutes out of your 23 minute story is -hmm. devoted to these two gags. And if I, and I could be wrong, but I think that name gag comes back again. So you have like four, like another minute or two. And it's like, Right. It's not that funny to warrant that much time. And American Dad doesn't do that. And I appreciate that. Right. So part of the reason I feel like Family Guy still does that is because back in the day when when Seth MacFarlane was starting the show, um, they were using those kinds of gags and the cutaways and everything to mm. fill to fill in for time. And I just feel like at some point, like we just we need to grow out of that. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to grow and evolve. That's the difference with American Dad. American mm-hmm. Dad has grown and evolved and like really has given us a lot of character development for a bunch mm-hmm. of cartoon characters and everything. Um, whereas Family Guy, it's still it feels like they're forcing themselves to rely on these jokes from and these and the story structure from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know? and, and I think one thing, too, I, it's just like, you know, you could see in the beginning with American Dad, they did actually do some of these gags. 
they kind mm-hmm. of pulled and I think they were trying to almost be, you know, like Paul was telling me earlier, this knockoff version of Family Guy. And then you see him, I think around season four is when they start to like kind of find their own identity. And yeah. ironically, that's the same season that I think Roger really starts to play into the personas, which is right. leads to my probably my biggest point is that Roger is the best animated character in history for me. 100% agree. So I was in a wedding um, at the beginning of the month and one of the bridesmaids um, who I clicked with very much, we were talking, we were talking about this ourselves, about how we both think American Dad is funnier (laughs) and better than Family Guy. And she said, it's not my fault that Roger is the most diverse Mm -hmm. character like possibly in television history, he can be used for so many different things. He can be Ricky Spanish or, you know, like he can be so many different characters. And and I think also, you know, I don't think of Peter Griffin as like a a sociopath. I think of him as just a dummy, right? Whereas Roger is kind of a sociopath and it it, it gives that, level of edge that right. I just don't think like family guy really has. Cause like mm-hmm. when Peter does something ridiculous, it's not out of necessarily like a, like a narcissistic way or like a, it's just it's, out of like, it's just him being dumb. dumb. Yeah. Right. And I, what I like about American dad is that, you know, because if you look at family guy, you know, you know, you have Stewie Griffin, who's smart baby, you know, Brian, who's like, they they portray as both smart and dumb. They portray he used to Chris be as, really smart. He has devolved. I agree with a you. lot to being lot. like a like you know to being like a keyboard type warrior mm-hmm. that we see all over Facebook and and Twitter and everything all the time. And like Brian has kind of devolved into being the physical like representation of mm-hmm. all of that. People who act like they know what they're talking about when they really don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And I think that's difficult because you paint Stewie as the genius and like, you really don't want to have like two genius characters. So Mm -hmm. instead of they've devolved, like you said, they've devolved him into this like kind of know it all. He kind of is almost the narcissist of the show, but where I think Brian and Roger differ is you know, Brian is so full of himself and Roger in a way is full of himself, but like, I don't know. There's just a difference. Like when, you know, sometimes with Brian, you're just like, you roll your eyes, but with Roger, he's like captivating. It's like he can get away with that selfishness, you know? The exact episode that I'm thinking of when you're talking about this is the episode of American Dad when Roger makes Francine believe that they are competing in this dance competition. And every (laughs) single time something happens, he's like, Francine, I haven't been totally honest with you. And it just just continues to escalate and escalate. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they finally do the move, even though there's no dance competition. And Francine just throws him off the cliff. But he created this whole scenario Mm -hmm. of a dance competition to get this woman's hair because he could never get a red wig that was like hers. That was like her real hair. And I just don't think Family Guy could pull that off Mm-mm. because it takes someone who's so calculated and sociopathic and right. yet charming and captivating. And that's who Roger is. And like, I just don't see how Peter would have a plan like that. Right. And Brian, 
who is self-absorbed, I don't think is as manipulative per se. Mm-hmm. So, and Stewie's evil, but he he doesn't have that like- He's not even like, that evil anymore. Well, they've also brought him down and they've made fun of it and it, they, it's used as a plot point. But yeah, it, it does feel like, well, American Dad, and I wonder if it's just because they're both, you know, American Dad used to be on Fox, but now the last like five seasons, it's been on TBS. Right. I wonder, is it a Fox thing? Is Fox the one who was like, you got to tone it down. And now that American Dad's on TBS, they're like they have the green light to get more. I I, I think so, because um I think that Fox is really good at gaslighting their own shows. <laughs> and when something when they don't like something, they make sure that you know it. So Family Guy, they I can't remember exactly where the original programming was, but they purposely got Family Guy canceled by putting it in crappy like time slots where mm-hmm. nobody was going to watch it. They mm-hmm. did that on purpose. One hundred percent. Fox did, you know, similar things to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl, more recent shows, shows that have a that had a very popular following mm-hmm. um, that nobody really wanted to end. And Fox made sure like, mm, OK, like you can have your last season, but you're only going to get six episodes to say everything that you need to say mm-hmm. and say goodbye. Um, but if we can go back to, to the characters and everything, yeah, please do. There's no doubt about it that the strongest episodes of family guy are the Brian and Stewie episodes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Those are the strongest. Something you and I have talked about at work before is that you can put Roger with anybody on American dad. Yes. And it is going to be a strong plot point. You could do Roger and Jeff strong plot. Roger and Steve is super Mm -hmm. strong. I mean, Roger is so diverse that those plot lines, whether it's a or Mm. B, it's going to be a strong plot, you know, whereas the family guy, Brian and Stewie episodes, those are the best episodes Mm -hmm. aside from not counting the star Wars episodes that they did. Yeah. And I would even add to that too. American dad, you can pair those characters together and they all do pretty well. Whereas with Mm -hmm. family guy, I mean, even family guy makes fun of the fact like it's a Meg episode. And although it's more based they're they're using that joke based on Meg. I do feel like when it's Meg centered and Lois centered, it's just not as good. And that leads to another point that I wrote down is I do think American dad has a better portrayal of female characters. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think with Francine and Haley, like they, they get plots that aren't revolved around the men in their life, you know, right. Like there's a new episode just dropped on Hulu uh, the last kind of season. And it has to do with Haley works for the sub shop and she's been asked to go around the country oh to my like God. spy on employees. And she brings <laughs> Francine yeah. and they're doing kind of like a checkup and, you couldn't do that with uh, Lois or Meg because well, all their plot points kind of revolve around Peter or Chris or Stewie. You know what I mean? Like, right. And the other thing, too, is that the family clearly hates being with Meg so much. They mm-hmm. hate her so much that it makes the plot almost like not that enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, well, because and, of how much they hate her. And it's funny because American Dad has a similar kind of setup with Klaus, the fish, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's kind of used as a butt of jokes or like ignored <laughs> or like right. kind of like there's a side role. But I think that works because, you know, this talking fish character, it, it's not like 
I, I don't know. It, it, it feels like he's subjugated in a way that makes for good programming, whereas Meg is kind of subjugated. And you're like, you're wasting your this one of your two main. You have six characters, two are female. You're subjugating one as this throwaway. We don't care. We don't like her character. Right. It, it just kind of is like a little sour for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. and you know, I don't know. And some people would argue, well, who's the demo audience? It's probably men 18 to 40 or what have you. But I don't know. I just don't think Lois and Meg on Family Guy are strong female characters because every time they get a chance to do the plot, it, it's either not well written because they're not mm-hmm. well developed characters or it's subjugated back to Peter or right. Brian. You know, like you said, the, the right. example when Lois becomes Jewish and it's all about Peter and it's like. What? what? <laughs> right. It's supposed to be about Lois's heritage and it becomes about how Peter feels about it and how, mm-hmm. you know, how does this make Peter feel? Um, yeah, there's no like agency yeah. for Lois. Like the episode mm-hmm. could have been like discovery for Lois or something, but it, it, it ends up being Peter's issue. And it's I don't know. Right. Don't love that. Right. Um, it, Klaus is just Klaus is such a fun character. Mm-hmm. There's there are so many layers to Klaus mm-hmm. and I love him. I also just love Dee Bradley Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's an incredibly talented voice actor. Um, but I think American like American Dad has a better use of its of its actors mm-hmm. and everything. Um, especially when Steve starts singing. <laughs> like like when he when when Stan leaves and you know and he starts singing like about he's like in the desert he like rips open his shirt and he's got like an, a 12 pack of abs um and that's another strong thing about American Dad is that like they're like the musical episodes that they've done mm-hmm. are uh, chef's kiss like they're yeah. so good the hot tub episode which is basically <laughs> little shop of horrors which is one of my favorite musicals ever like that is such a great episode mm-hmm. just better episodes of american dad stick out in my head than better episodes of mm-hmm. family guy well and that's funny you mentioned the musical element because how many shows have we seen that like they do a musical episode and it's just gag worthy but right. with american dad they own like they're like okay this isn't meant to be like, oh, like this track's going to make you cry. This we're leaning into this comedy. Like, you know, there's the whole episode where Steve is singing like a version of Trapped in the Closet. Oh, my God. The singing, <laughs> it, yeah. And the singing is great. Don't get me wrong. But what makes it funny is like the story behind the song, you know, because he's right. trapped in the locker in the girls locker room. And then he gets yelled at by the principal and then the principal right. goes home and there's some, the affair scene that he, Steve witnesses. And it's like. It's just so well delivered. Whereas somebody's right. like, you know, like I remember the Grey's Anatomy musical. And, that's exactly oh what I was thinking God. of. Like that episode, it's just, it's not well done. Now the yeah. community music musical episode, I really liked when they mm. go in the hot air balloon. That's just me. But yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of shows that can do the godforsaken musical episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody tries to do it. The only two that yeah. I think have been successful are um, 
American Dad mm-hmm. and Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Well, and Bob's Burgers is the same thing. It realizes they lean into the cheesiness. They lean into right. the schmaltzy kind of, you know, it's a, it's a little glitter. It's a little cheap. Mm-hmm. It's a little Studio 54 Liza Minnelli. And it works. Whereas right. when you when you have these shows that are trying to be serious about it, it just kind of mm, it's cringy. It com- yeah. And the it's truth cringy. is, Family Guy can't do it. Uh-uh. Well, they, well, you know what? I take that back. They do have numbers with Stewie and Brian. I'll give them that. I, they do the but numbers. But that goes back to my point that Stewie yeah. and Brian plots are the strongest plots. I agree. You know, um, I mean, I, I also love how American Dad just in the musical stuff. So there's the episode where Steve joins the boy band. You mm-hmm. need a shot, B12. And one of, in one of the more dude, recent episodes, dude. they brought that. At back. And it yes. was just a subplot that everybody like you weren't really paying attention to. And someone was going around and killing all of the members of B12. <laughs> and nobody cared about it. But it was just such a nice little callback. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I love about American Dad are those like, yeah, those little callbacks, the golden poop. Oh, like, yeah. All and, of those. Episodes. And even the Rogers persona, like my favorite character Rogers done probably is Jeannie Gold, the wedding planner extraordinaire. <laughs> and you have the, you know, the original episode, which is probably one of my favorites. It's like season five, Shallow Vows, where he plans their Santa Francine's renewal. Right. But then episodes later makes a return casually and then makes another return. And then it turns out that. Uh, Jeannie Gold is Ricky Spanish's uh, sister and there's that whole twist and just one. I I love when they do that and I wish they did it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that they even do it at all, you know, like the consistency of it, you know, like, right. I think although I think Dr. Penguin's dead, they they think he might be officially dead. Unfortunately, that's one that that was carried (laughs) over a few times. But Um, I just I also think that American Dad has some of those more creative, super random episodes. Um, The 200 Mm -hmm. episode where with all of Roger's personas, like all materialized mm-hmm. um, the episode where they're sucking like the, the version of Walt Disney world, basically. <laughs> and everyone has, <laughs> yes. that's one of my favorite episodes. Um, the Western episode, mm. you know, where like Stan is like an outlaw, mm. just American dad does, does the special episodes like that so much better. And mm. they have their crazy Christmas episodes. You know, yeah. every the every season, you know, Santa's trying to kill them or it's Krampus <laughs> or whatever. And none of that stuff sticks out to me with Family Guy. I can't mm. even recall if Family Guy does something like Family Guy know? will do the holidays, but they don't really have like a shtick. They don't have right. like a a set kind of thing. Um, Having a shtick can be really good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the Halloween episodes, Bob's Burgers in the Thanksgiving episodes, American Dad in the Christmas episodes. Like Mm -hmm. those are episodes that will really stick out to people. Yeah. And I like I'm sitting here trying to think and I can't think of Family Guy doing like really sticking with that kind of thing every Mm -hmm. single season. Yeah. And we've said this. This was my last point that I had was I just think American Dad is hitting their stride. You know, I Mm -hmm. think the last few seasons of Family Guy, it's felt very Simpsons 2.0 for me where I'm not seeing a lot of ingenuity, but I do look forward to new episodes of American Dad. Right. And, you know, they just dropped the new season. And actually there was a few that I had never seen before. So it was really exciting to like, you know, okay, I've seen this one and I'm going to rewatch it. But then, oh, this one's new. And 
And yeah, I just feel like they they finally kind of have like a freedom or like maybe it's just like a casual like we don't even care in a good way. Like we're just going to try something and see if it works. And this experimentalism that I think Family Guy is losing. I, I right. Mm, like the last few episodes, if you look at there's two new episodes of Family Guy this season. And then, of course, if you look back in May, two of those four are like stupid vignette episodes, one about the history of sports and one about mm-hmm. like the history of rock bands that are just like like really like Wikipedia, not even Wikipedia level history with like gaps. Right. And it's just like, eh, right. Eh. It doesn't. um I, I, it makes me think of two episodes of It's Always Sunny. Um, the gang solves the gas crisis, but then also <laughs> uh, the garbage episode, too. Mm-hmm. Es- essentially the same plot lines, but it's the it's the delivery of everything. Yeah. And sometimes it's the self-awareness. But Family mm. Guy really does feel like it's um, fill, in, fill in the blank here, here and here. And here's where we can use some of these random cutaways yeah. that we have you know, that we have saved up or whatever. Yeah. You know, I just think <sighs> I just think that American Dad is just it's just so much better. It's so it's well done. Mm. I think it's Seth MacFarlane's best work. Oh, yeah. Personally. And it's um, what's crazy about that is I think it's definitely his least focus on work ever. I right. think he just comes in and does voices now. I think in the beginning he was more involved, but I think at this point he comes in and cuts him a line. I don't I think, think he I mean, much. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's doing the same thing for Family Guy, but he might even be doing the same thing for Family Guy. I mean, that's the thing with some of these shows that are on forever and ever and ever. Eventually the creators kind of give the show to somebody else. Yeah. Um, you know, like that can be said for for Shonda Rhimes mm-hmm. and Grey's Anatomy. She's not the showrunner anymore for Grey's Anatomy. She hasn't been the showrunner for years. Yeah. You know, she's given the reins to somebody else. So I don't know how much Seth MacFarlane has um, stepped back at all when it comes to Family Guy. But American Dad, mm-hmm. you know, I think when he comes in and he just does the voices and the fact that I just found out that he is the voice of Roger blows my mind. That really was shocking. I couldn't believe you didn't know that. I had no idea. I had no idea. And I think part of it is because in Family Guy, I'm so used to Seth MacFarlane being the voice of more than half of the characters. Peter, Brian, Stewie, Quagmire, Lois's dad, the doctor, you know, just all Mm. these different characters. And I feel like American Dad, it's got more people doing the voices. It's not all dependent on Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. doing yeah. these voices it's know? interesting yeah looking at the main characters he Seth's just doing Stan and Roger and the rest of it's spread out which I right. think is refreshing you know and that's I think interesting too like would Family Guy be better if Seth was doing less but it's hard to I think it's hard to imagine Stewie without Stewie's voice and Brian without Brian's voice and right Peter without but Peter's at the same voice, time, you know? there are there are voice actors out there who don't just nail the impression. They nail the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Family Guy props to them. Family Guy just announced that a black man is going to be the voice of Cleveland Brown now. Um, Which is exciting. And do we know who that is? Like who? Uh, I saw it on Instagram um, or TikTok a few days ago. Um you know, which like good for them. It's about time. There's no reason that white people should be voicing people of color um, mm-hmm. because there's no reason that white people should be doing these stereotypical voices or whatever. It might mm-hmm. be taking opportunities away from people of color. Um, but, you know, 
voices can be replaced. I mean, yeah. they've been replacing Bugs Bunny's voice, you know, for how long? And mm. Shaggy's voice, Casey Kasem has been dead for how long? You know? Oh, yeah. But people have been, you know, it's not about just nailing the impression. It's about nailing the role. You can say something as Bugs Bunny or you can say something as Shaggy, mm. but it's a matter of also acting with it. And if Seth MacFarlane ever wanted to step away and Fox didn't want to cancel the show, I'm sure that they could find somebody who could do those voices like mm. and you wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. So, <sighs> well, I've made all my points. Any other points you would like to add in here? No, none that I can think of. But if you ever want to talk about TV again on your podcast, you know I mean, where I am. I had a good time. We'll have to definitely do some more specials on Thoughts of the Roundtable with Alana Dick because that's me. That's you had some good points tonight. Well, thank you so much for this discussion. I just had to talk about it after Twitter and I always have fun with you. So, well, thanks for listening. Alana will be back soon and have a great rest of your day or evening or life or whatever. And we'll see you soon.